Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist at Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those different ideas together. It's Friday, November 22nd at 2 p.m. in London. Commodities are a unique asset class. On the one hand, nothing could be more familiar. From oil to aluminum to coffee and corn, daily life involves constant interaction with the goods that these markets represent. But commodity markets can also feel different and detached from the wider world of stocks, bonds, and currencies, driven by their own influences of supply, demand, weather, and a dozen of other idiosyncrasies. Their lack of connection or correlation with other markets is actually one of the arguments for owning commodities. They should provide diversification. And on the surface, other elements for the year ahead look good as well. We expect better growth in 2020 than in 2019, which generally means more demand for the things these markets represent. And our foreign exchange strategists expect the dollar to weaken, a helpful dynamic because most of commodity markets are quoted in dollars. And if the dollar is worth less, it should mean it costs more dollars to buy a given amount of oil, corn, gold, or anything else. But there's something else going on in commodity markets, which looks less helpful. The concepts of supply and demand are always important for markets, but they're especially important for commodities because they are real, physical things. If you produce too much oil, you can't just put it back in the ground. If you don't grow enough corn, you need to wait for the next crop to get more. Across many, but not all, commodities, we think that there is more supply and production than demand, even if growth sees the modest improvement that our forecasts call for. That's true for iron ore, aluminum, and natural gas. It's true for oil, unless oil producers cut production, and soon. Gold, meanwhile, trades unusually expensively relative to the current cost to mine it. We think those factors will keep a broad index of commodity prices relatively range-bound next year, despite better growth. Are there exceptions to this story? Copper, to our analysts, looks like one metal where supply is currently very close to demand, and thus where prices should benefit more as growth improves. We think copper prices could rise about 7% next year, better than most other commodities we cover. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more Thoughts on the Market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.